right. Sports Banter episode, which is number 14, <sighs> with Mr. Peanut. And now the lawn chair the, polar the, bear. Officially the Coca-Cola polar bear. <laughs> You're the beach That's polar true. bear. I wish I had a Coca-Cola. Yeah, the, uh, the co-host chair has been deceased. How did it break? Uh, you know, I don't. I was not responsible for the oh, chair really? breaking. I just, I was leaving or something, and I noticed that the chair was gone. Not it outside uh, either. And I looked by the dumpster, and there she was, sitting 6 to 12. <laughs> and I go, yikes. Uh, closer to heaven. To six, whatever. Clo- closer it's, to heaven. It's broken. Let's put it that way. Mm. So now we got McCarl. Nice. Let's and put I got it some sunscreen over there too. We got him in a beach chair. Let's put it this way. Me sitting in that chair didn't help its life. <laughs> I'll just be truthfully honest. It didn't it, help. It didn't. It help. lasted what you know. Thirteen fucking episodes. That's right. And then that's a that's it gave it its best. It did. It worked its ass <laughs> off. Let me tell you. <laughs> so we got him in the beach chair. And we're going to discuss, you know, sports. Love it. In the beach chair. So Maybe we do a beach episode. We're going to have you nice and relaxed. No Baker Mayfield. I will say I'm today. actually pretty more, I'm a lot yeah. more comfortable. No, you look good down there. With the, with the yeah, if you guys too. don't notice, we're also leveling difference. So it's like it Rick's talking. Me, right. It's like Rick's talking to a kid. It makes me feel like Steve Harvey on like Family Feud. Like I'm in control here. <laughs> He's their director of the um, bus. Let's get into it, man. Final four to start. Um, you know, very quickly, Baylor beat the shit out of Houston. Everything we thought about Houston was 100% on point. Oh, my God, yeah. They wasted my mid-morning, you know, they wasted my mid-morning time, basically. They, I just they, wanted to play ping pong and do other stuff watching that game. Super boring. That, it was, yeah, I don't even know what to say. And he's, he's shaking his head and, you know, I'm disappointment. I'm upset yeah. because it's fucking bullshit. <laughs> it In is. the final four and you it's come out like that. Yeah. Like, get the fuck out of here. I'm already. I'm using a lot of vulgar. Yeah, words, no, no. So I'm I, pissed. I like it though. Cause it's. It was boring. You expect way more out of a Final Four team than what Houston. Give made. me a little content, you know. Give yeah. me some back and forth. Give me a little. I mean, push. God forbid if you drink the night before. Give me something to I wake mean, up geez. for. If I'm scrolling on my freaking phone while the game's going on, that's bad news. That's horrible. That's bad news. news that's bears. horrible. So I don't know. Just let's just. Uh, Baylor won by like twenty. It was never that close. Yeah, there's a little cup holder for you. <laughs> He's loving his new digs. He's loving I do. It. I just need like a massage and I'm good. <laughs> well, you're not going to get that from me. I, I can only get Not from so you, far. from the chair. <laughs> but Baylor, on the other side, because like the boy Houston came out and my thing was they, they beat Oregon State because they were just a bigger team think about things and they were out-rebounding them. Uh, Baylor... I mean, it was night and day, Baylor and Houston. Dude. Houston's just, they're the super athletic, lanky team that doesn't have, like, knockdown shooters yeah. or anything. And they just went off, you know, street ball, I guess. You, you know what? It. It, it, I, like, as, we're, as you're talking about it, I'm starting to think of, like, moments from those games and then also the, the, you know, the championship game, of course. But to me, you know... I have to put a lot of respect to Baylor. They really just came out and they, they handled. They Houston's fucking performed. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and you know what? They performed as a Final Four team should yeah. perform. And right. and you know, I mean, I don't know if we want to segue into the other game. No, but no, no, because we got to talk about the other massive one. Did you get get into it? What? Gonzaga or no? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Gonzaga UCLA. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, what I'm, yeah. yeah. That that's game a, was bananas. Yeah, that's what I'm segueing okay, into. Segue yeah, into yeah. That. 
Um, because let's put it this way. If we're looking at it in the beginning of March Madness, we're thinking Baylor and Gonzaga are... It's the top two teams. They're yeah. running the table, yeah. and they're getting their work done. When you look at the Houston-Baylor game, let's just look at that. Yep. Baylor looked at a team, as we were talking about, Baylor looked like the team that needed to mm-hmm. perform and get shit done. Gonzaga-UCLA game, UCLA looked like the team that wanted and needed to get shit done. I have to say that. I, I, I'll i be honest. Instant, no, please please do. Yeah. That game was an instant classic. Oh, my God. It was so great. UCLA-Gonzaga was everything that the tournament is all about. Oh, my God. Yes. It was the greatest. I mean, even the, the score at half was like 45 to 44. Yeah, it was. And yes, it was. UCLA played about a perfect half, and they were down one, and I just go, man, can they well, play much better than that? And also, too, leading up to the half, UCLA was beating Gonzaga for the majority of the first yeah, half. Yeah, no, it was, you know, back and forth. They made every single shot they needed to make. They were making plays. Defense rebounds. was on point. Oh, yeah, but on defense. the other side, I mean, Gonzaga had Timmy doing his thing. They were making threes. Oh, it was, I mean, that was what basketball is all about. I, I do have something, I have a question for you. Do you think that they rely, Gonzaga, do you think they Zach rely, Tom. do you think they relied a lot on Timmy in that game? I mm. felt like, I will say this, based off of watching the game, he performed extremely well. He really did. He was absolutely the better big man down low. So, but it just is I, I, I love your opinion on that because I felt like he, I don't know, were they weighing a lot on him? Like, hey, you got to make plays? Or was yeah. it more of a personal thing? And, like, I need yeah. to make plays. And I'll, I'll get into that when we get into the championship game. But sticking to the UCLA-Gonzaga game, Timmy, uh, you know, he st- stayed on course. He was had, I don't know how many points he had. He had like, at least 30, though. All I remember is him um, scruffing his beard. Yeah, and, I love and his little handlebar stash. But yeah. he was controlling the uh, the paint. And he was doing the things he needs to do to keep the wing guys open and being That's available good, to hit you threes. Know I didn't look at it that way. Yeah. Um, but my God, what a freaking game! The guard on UCLA, Zujang or Johnny. I don't know his name, but Johnny Zujang. But the guy with the big hair. Yeah, he, yeah. That guy was just nails. And at the beginning of the game, the conversation around the circle of the people I was with was, "Is he that good? Like, is he?" Is he a lottery guy? And as the game went on, I was like, he must be a lottery guy. Yeah, that's... Because he was... Every shot he had to make, he he made it. I will say this. I feel like the games leading up to the Gonzaga game assisted with UCLA's confidence in themselves. Oh, for sure. I'm not saying that they didn't start off strong, because they did. They started off very strong. But with every win, I feel... I felt as if... And I didn't watch every game, but every win... I felt as if they got way better. Oh yeah, way better. And the confidence once once again, once you get to that point, it doesn't yeah. it doesn't matter what seed you are, how you got there, and they just they hit their stride at the right point. They did, and that's exactly another side of what the tournament's all about. But oh man, that game it was just I couldn't how it was I, played, how it how I it, couldn't have asked for anything more. No, how it ended, and I'm not trying to get like streamline us to the yeah. ending. But it but, just, <laughs> the fact that... Let's it, put it this way. UCLA was 14-point dogs. 14-point dogs. And they, there was not one moment where they were out of the game. Uh Gonzaga, no. Gonzaga made a few runs where they were up like 6-7. And then UCLA would come right back. Speaks to the character of that team. Speaks to 
Mick Cronin, how he's got those guys mentality built up. Um, I loved watching UCLA. All those guys are super young too, besides uh, Johnny Zujang, which he's going to go in the lottery anyway, based on how he played. But um, they're a very good young team that is going to be a force if they stay in that I have, program. I have a lot of respect for UCLA. I feel like, I will say, and I feel like I didn't give them enough respect towards the beginning of March Madness. And, you know, Nor did anyone. No, but you know what? I think... You know, I think the, this March Madness run has definitely given them a lot of street cred. And like you said, to con- to stay consistent but also keep moving in that direction. I mean, dude, they're, they're, they're definitely a, a force to be reckoned with, reckoned with, excuse me, if you will. And I'll say this. They were the team of the tournament that you have no business. Well, we kind of have business being from San Diego. They're in L.A. But the team that you have no business rooting for, that you're all in rooting for. Yeah, the, that's true. The underdog that's team that you're yelling at the ref on the TV. You're, you know, you're all in. I was all in. I was. One of I my really. dad's friends is a UCLA alum, so it was easy. I just dove in. I was like, forget it. I'm, my bracket's probably going to be busted somehow anyway. Oh, man. Even I was, though I was right uh, in it. I was, I was like, no, let's go. Let's bust brackets. everyone's bracket. But let's get down to the ending, which was... Oh my Insanity. God. Insanity. Um, Less than... UC- yeah, so UCLA, you know, they go through their, their set with, like, the clock winding down in OT. We're already in OT. Yeah. And uh, Zhu Jang shoots. I don't even remember. How did they tie it up? Oh, the t- it was already tied, and then they, like, kind of killed the clock. Right, right. That's right. It just, okay. it, the shot didn't go in yeah. in regulation. But Zhu Jang gets a shot, hits the front of the rim, misses, and then the momentum of the guys underneath the hoop just goes to the left and then it goes right to him so he gets his own rebound and then puts it right back up i'm standing up i'm woo, you know so so when that happened i was by myself by the way which is great. a shame oh, oh, it, was, oh. it was a shame no because <laughs> i it was great because i'm yelling oh yeah and i'm pretty sure i woke up the dead neighbors next yep. door like I, I i mean they were i screamed and, oh yeah and I and the first thing I thought of oh was fuck you, yeah, they're ahead. And then I go shit. There's nine tenths of a second left, which no, there's like three. There's like three seconds, but the clock's winding down. Was it three yeah, when yeah. he made the shot? I thought it was something less. like that. It no, was, dude, I thought it was less than a he, second. He had a couple dribbles though that he got in the, the Gonzaga guy. That's how he got down court. Yeah, what you can do in less than a couple seconds, less than it's probably, oh, it's that's probably two, like two, two seconds. seconds. You there can't you do it in point nine. And then. You know, when we lead to what Ugh. happened next. So, well, okay. So, like, like you said, UCLA ties up the game. I'm going, fuck yeah, dude. Like, Are I'm, they tied? I thought they were. No, they were. No, they, no, they tied it. Oh, that's right. And then I was so thinking, I was like, oh, yeah, oh, they'll double go to OT. Second. Double OT is the greatest yeah, yeah. game ever. Nah, I'm, I'm so excited. Yeah, 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 yeah. Can't wait to watch more free basketball. And my head was already there. And in the back of my head, like the way back, I'm like, there is some time left. That's exactly. <laughs> there is that's, some time I was, left. Yes. And then I went. Oh shit! And I was like, because oh, I thought like I thought there was like one second, and they would like you couldn't even get the shot off, or you would throw it from like half court type thing or full court. And I, was, I mean, fuck it, pretty much. So was. I was like, oh, double OT, and my god, Jalen Suggs, it was my brain couldn't actually process what had happened. But so Gonzaga inbounds the ball from the mid layup, and Suggs. Uh, you know, hustles down the court and pulls up from Dude, he got Steph like, Curry, yes, Dame Lillard range. He got range. like four steps in and then just and took the shot. And he shoots it and I'm watching it. 
bank in buzzer. I throw my hat. I'm in my hand. My hands just go right in my face. I oh, just go. Dude, I, what? You and I had a different, ex- different, no. <laughs> different reaction. I went. Oh my god! Dude, yeah. I no. I think I did too. I I, I screamed. <laughs> And then it was incredible. Pranced, I pranced around my living room. It was incredible. Going, what the hell just happened? <laughs> it was incredible. What a shot. And while the, when you're watching, you're like, oh, that's kind of on point. That's kind of like toward the angle of the hoop. Boom, boom, game over. Like, would you wow. say that? Would you say that that was the best game ending? Oh. For March Madness this year. I think it was the best game and ending. I, I was going to say both. Was, I just wanted to go yeah. with like the ending. And for I mean. it to be the Final Four, UCLA's not technically supposed to be there. And they played the best team, undefeated I mean, team in the nation. imagine that was a championship game. Oh. Oh. Dude. <laughs> it, I mean, the way the championship game went, it basically was. Oh, yeah. To I the agree. Fan. Yeah. yeah. Um, Oh my god, it was incredible, and I was so disappointed that we didn't get <laughs> double OT. That was my immediate thought. I was yeah. like, ah, I wanted yeah, double I wanted, OT so bad. I wanted more basketball because I wanted UCLA to have another chance at taking <laughs> yeah. And, you know, you can't fault Gonzaga for making such a crazy shot, but... Damn, double OT would have been nice. Yeah. I'm just saying no, it would have been nice. It would have been great. It would have been I, nice, that's all. It would have been great, and also, too... You know, again, I'm trying to. I'm not trying to segue, but it would have assisted in making the championship game yeah. way better, way better. And if you're a Gonzaga fan, who I know, you know, a good amount, handful, whatever, that were watching that game, you're sweating your freaking tail off, oh, dude. You're, you're, you you're, are thinking, oh my god, here we go again. I was talking so we're much shit lose. like this boy, <laughs> and now I'm getting. We're going to lose. We're going to lose it and again. You know what? If we were watching a game with a Gonzaga fan, like, through and through, and we're like, yeah, we, we got it. We, we oh, planned this the whole time. We fucking we make those. <laughs> I don't know. We make those important important shots. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that come was come to the next fucking game and you guys got your ass kicked. But to have, if, if you were the Gonzaga fan, I would love to just have seen the jubilation of that shot, of the buzzer beater win oh, to yeah. go to the championship. And then I love in basketball when they stand on top of like where they got a thousand computers and the, oh, yeah. this 89-year-old guys who've been doing it for 50 years doing something. Who knows what they're doing down there? <laughs> they're doing something, though. And they stand up and they're, you know, getting you know the crowd what's crazy going. I love that. Whenever they do that, the first thing in my mind is, fuck, one of them's going to get hurt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always and like, you know what? they're that's stepping the, on all their shit. That's the, that's, that's the coach in me thinking mm-hmm. like, you know what? These guys could potentially get hurt. Yeah, you're going to be a hell of a dad. That's, yeah. that's for sure. Yeah. No, no, I don't care if the kid fucking jumps up there. But I'll tell you this. If my son gets fucking hurt doing it, I'm going to be pissed. I'm always like, they're going to break all the shit, but I don't care. Like, it's almost like that's that's better. No, but, I don't care about the shit. Like, the computers, yeah, I don't yeah, give yeah. a fuck about that. <laughs> I care more about the body of the athlete, It was, oh, man. But that shot will go down in... You know, that's I'll watch that thirty years from now and be like, Oh my god, that UCLA Gonzaga Dude, game. You was, know what I mean? Yeah. That's what it's all about. People will compare people will compare those endings to the UCLA Gonzaga game ending from here on out. Yeah. It's just it's one of those just hallmark final four moments. Yeah. What was that, what was UCLA? Fifteen seed, right? Eleven. Eleven, excuse me. I mean, you have someone that deep, you know, out of the top ten, make it all the way there. And then they have a fucking game like that. I mean, to, I mean to make to make the decision for the game 
off of a essentially a, a damn near half court shot. So here's my question, and this is a question that was raised in the group that I was with. Would you rather, if you're a first four team like UCLA was, okay. would you rather just lose that game right there and you're out of the tourney, or do you lose in the heartbreak fashion in the final four? Are you talking like like which like would you, which way like would you as rather an go athlete up? or as a fan? Oh, okay. If it's different, then well, because it is right. Okay. I mean, I think I think as a fan, you want your team to get to the last game. Yep. You want your team to get to the last game. It gives you that fifty-fifty shot of you're going to win or you're going to lose. As an athlete, I want to lose the game prior to the last game. Yeah. Because yeah. you don't want to be in that last game. I mean, look at Gonzaga. Right. You run, ran the table. And now you lost the most important game. You couldn't fucking do it. That's how it is. Yeah. Where, I mean, if, let's let's just put Gonzaga and UCLA in the exact same bracket, right? And I'm playing for Gonzaga and we lose. And we played as well as they should have played in mm-hmm. the final game. I would I would be okay with losing yeah. losing in the final four. That's that's two different mindsets. I don't know if that answered your question. I think Somewhat. But, yeah, I definitely. <laughs> I pulled him a cardinal move where I thought, over way it's a spin over zone. yeah yeah <laughs> the chair zone. fucked me up <laughs> um, but yeah like yeah. that's that's how my, i would see it. i mean personal, what about yourself yeah my personal take is you always go as far as you can and then if you lose by a, a crazy shot like that then so be it but it's nothing that ucla did wrong you know what i mean yes and i i think uh you know and that what you just said kind of uh, kind of swayed my response a little bit is if, here we go well let's put it this way okay if UCLA, let's let's make the final game UCLA and Gonzaga. Let's just okay. make it that. Which really realistically, it should have been UCLA Baylor. Let's just okay, but let's make it the UCLA Gonzaga game. Let's say that's the final game of March Madness, and I'm in Gonzaga. I'm supposed to be here, but they played like they did in that Final Four mm. game. As a Gonzaga fan and as a Gonzaga player, I'm saying we got beat. But we played our asses off. Yeah. And we played as we should have played. Right. Now, you go to the next game. game. Let's right. cover this in two minutes and get the fuck out. <laughs> yeah. Because that's how that so game here's, felt. Yeah, here's my uh, take on the championship. Um, and I actually loved, in a certain way, how it went. Because Baylor just came out, punched Gonzaga in the mouth. You and I are looking and at this the exact same way. It was like, we are here, we're just as good, and we don't give a shit how you're going to play this game. We're going to play our game, and you're either going to keep up or you're not. And it, it was like 13-1 to 1 at one point. Yeah. Baylor, and I, you know, as a Gonzaga in my bracket, you know, on the verge of winning money type guy, I'm going, nah, of course, should have hedged my bet, and I didn't. So here we go. Down 13-1 to 1 from the jump, and um, Baylor was just... I love how they play. They're so fast. They're so defensive minded. They can knock down threes. I'm like seeing little they were in the getting game so many more rebounds Thank over you. Gonzaga. Thank you. So if you really just put it down to what factor was the most important, physicality. Physicality was yeah, the number one thing agree. that Baylor and Gonzaga was like shocked. They're like, oh shit. Uh they're wow, just, they're just guys... gonna come in and take shit from us, basically. Yeah. And I loved it. I thought, and Baylor's, and they were talking about this on the broadcast a lot, Baylor's uh, transformation from when that head coach for Baylor started to where they ended up winning the championship was astronomical. He, uh, I think Baylor had like two wins when he first started yeah, or something. Yeah, I think it was and not to where they are now. He's you know? built them into this 
freaking, you know, number one team in the nation, and they're, they got NBA athletes on this team, and I just, I really appreciated how they attacked the championship game as, like, no, they weren't scared of the moment, and Gonzaga, I don't think they were scared of the moment, but they weren't ready to roll from the jump, and Baylor was like, all right, well, we're just going to go then. I, I completely agree. I, I, <laughs> I don't have much to add because Rick has literally pulled Zero everything. In. That's good. He pulled everything from my mind on how I saw Baylor playing and how they responded to Gonzaga. <laughs> they literally came in and said, "Well, I think that shows Here you go, bitch." That shows like, I think that shows you how they played the game though. If it was that um, linear to what I was thinking, like it must be that visibly obvious. Though. Yeah, and I'm I'm fairly certain in last last week's episode I said that rebounds are huge. Yeah. And the fact that you can get offensive rebounds and defensive rebounds and almost having Gonzaga go like, oh, that's... Yeah. Yeah, I should, probably should have gotten that. They, you know? It seemed like two different types of players. Not that Baylor's, you know, like the Monstars no, and no. Gonzaga was this. No, no, no. They were the same level of athlete, but Baylor was willing to... Do everything you know, to I'll, get the win. It's the it's the basketball game at the park. You know, no one's gonna call the foul, get the ball type type of mentality. Well, that's, that's a great that's um, a great comment. I, so, I mean. but Baylor has those type of guys, and they got so many second chance points off layups just based on wanting it more. And it, as as simple as that sounds, it was really that they went and saw the ball, got the ball, and you know, there's a lot of athleticism that goes along with that, but it's just desire, really. I agree. I, I I mean, as you're talking about it, the first thing I'm thinking of is if I'm a player on that team, and by no means am I any type of basketball player, but we have, you and I, I think we have athlete mentalities, right? Yeah. The fact that, you know, there's a lot of hype around Gonzaga. Oh, they should run the table, things like that. And you have Baylor. It's like, no, bitch. Like, it's like, what about us? Yeah, I'm going to yeah. show you who the, f- I'm a- honestly, like that was, that was Baylor's way of saying, we'll show you who, you are, yeah. who we are, and we're going to show the world who you really are. Yeah. Weird. You're going to come to play? And Weird. then, as I was saying off camera earlier, is, you know, a couple places, and you even said it, like, oh, I, you hate to hear that, where you have people say, oh, well, they played an overtime game, yeah. it was a tough game. It's like... Bullshit. You're fucking... <laughs> yeah. you, are, you are a number one seed, which, in my mind, is you are the top tier athlete athleticism everything you are at the fucking top yeah you should be able to perform at any time any place no matter what fucking condition no matter if you played at fucking four overtimes the night before or two nights before you need to fucking come and play and they didn't do that no they didn't and and god bless baylor for showing them that and even if that was a human factor of hey we had a we had a hard game versus ucla which it was um, hey, you have, but your mentality has to shift to you're undefeated, and this is the moment where you can, because Baylor's thing is what I just said. They feel disrespected that everyone's talking about Gonzaga. Gonzaga, if it's your side, you're trying to accomplish the perfect season and prove that you're that team. Yeah. So, yeah, that's great. you can't come in like Baylor's going to just give it to you. Oh, my Lord. No, and I think you may have even said this last episode or maybe the previous episode to that is, you even felt that Gonzaga's schedule was a little little plush, yeah, if yeah. you will. And honestly, I mean... Due to their conference. Due yeah. to their conference. I, I And I think that 
the final game kind of showed mm-hmm. that who's really the top dog. Right. And, and, and of there course, the result, out there, yeah. the result definitely showed that. But, I mean, to have such a discrepancy in points, what the fuck, bro? Yeah, and to that point, I was reposting, you know, people in the NBA were, like Donovan Mitchell was posting and Terrence Ross and other NBA guys were just posting about Baylor and it was very clearly the words were just like, Baylor is a different type of dog. Like this yeah. is, and that's how I felt watching the game. And it comes I from that too. rebounding and defensive mentality. And they were just knocking down threes like nobody's business. So Baylor, Baylor's a national champion, uh, rightfully so. Shut down Timmy too, because he just wasn't dog enough that day. No, and I mean, if you, I, I, just to ping on that, I mean, it, it I think, and I, I asked you a little bit earlier, is I think they weighed a lot on him in the UCLA game, and he did a lot of his job. And then, I mean, he, he, we, excuse me, he even came out of the Gonzaga, excuse me, the Gonzaga-Baylor game with a little bit of an injury. Who's to say he's not playing on an injury? Mm-hmm. I'm right, not saying, yeah, that's true. I'm not saying that Timmy was the main factor in Gonzaga losing. The main factor in Gonzaga losing was Baylor came and fucking bitch slapped you. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, no, that's... And I think Timmy handled prob- their business. Yeah, and I think Timmy probably saw it as like, fuck, man, like they're playing their ass off, and you know, I'm gonna try my hardest to fucking do what I need to do for the team, and you know, yeah. I, I think he just. I think there was a shock factor as well that Gonzaga saw it like shit, man. This team and is I, for real. And I think, and I, I, and I think once Timmy came out for those like four or five minutes, I don't even think it was that long. Maybe it was like two or three minutes. I think once he came out and he was getting like worked on by the athletic trainer, I think that also added a little bit of oh shit, guys! Like we're kind of you know we're playing we're yeah. we're not playing to where we need to be or we're behind here. And they got within ten, I think, was the closest they got. And Baylor just was relentlessly in pursuit of that championship. So credit to Baylor. They deserve. Um, they deserve. Well, that. you know, not the championship game you want to see by any means, but. They, you know, if you're a Baylor guy, if you're on that team, that's the perfect game you want yeah, to see. Yeah, that's, I agree. Um, it's just, and it's a sad moment to see the NCAA tournament mm. be gone now. After all that buildup, I mean, if you heard my excitement in episodes previous, I was a giddy schoolgirl, anticipating <laughs> the, the well, tournament Well, and I returning. mean, for, for me, so now it's gone. you know, March Madness to me is, that's where I watch the majority of my basketball, yeah. you know? You yourself, you're a huge basketball um, fan. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> fuck, you'd be able to tell me, you know, LeBron's shoe size, which <laughs> I probably could guess, but, but you know, I mean, it's just, to me, I love basketball. I think it's a great sport, and I don't follow it as much as you do. I'm not versed, if you will, in the uh, Patrick Downing basketball knowledge, but, you know, <laughs> March Madness gives a time for people who are very casual basketball fans to really get into mm-hmm. the sport. Oh, yeah. It puts a lot of eyes on college athletes. It puts a lot of eyes on college basketball, which is, to me, exceptional because I absolutely love college sports. Mm-hmm. It's, a, uh, it's a fantastic time of the year for – it's one of the coolest, like, tournaments. In, it, definitely the number one tournament, but I'm talking, like, you know, NBA playoffs, NFL playoffs. It's just – it falls right into that category where you're just on top of it the entire time it's going on. To me, I actually, like, in if I were to rank – all of those, it would be either my, it'd be my top three. Oh, it's number one for it's one in number one. Yeah, because, I mean, because of how long it is and how many teams are in it and how much shit goes down and how much money I lose on bullshit <laughs> and 
<laughs> well, and I think it's reach is huge. Yeah. That's a big thing for me is I always think about what what's a sports reach to certain demographics or any anybody else in that matter. I mean, it just that reach for March Madness, like we talked about, fucking Teresa, just yeah, oh yeah, I'll, I'll, get, I'll get in on the bracket. And then you get the UCLA Cinderella feel good story to come out yes, of it. Yes, it makes it way better. That's it's. I didn't pick it. Never will. I will never be able to be able to pick that pick, but I will always support it. Love and it. speaking of, I mean, let's just Gonzaga just... fans freaking out. Oh, this is God. one of the most all time transitions Jeez. you'll ever hear, because we have Brandon Marshall. Mm. A former Chicago Bear, former New York Jet, former Dude, Denver Bronco. Where else does he play? I mean, he's played. Whoever will take him. Oh, also Fox Fox Sports. Fox Sports. But uh, job. he's got his own podcast now. That's when he now. was in when New York. He was doing that shit. Yeah. So he's got his own podcast now. I am athlete. Or I am. Yeah. I'm an athlete. I'm an athlete. I am athlete. I am podcast. athlete. Mm-hmm. Um, and this went viral. A little viral. Now, I will say. Soundbite. Before we get into it. <laughs> I like listening to his podcast so because it. But there's some there's some pieces to pick up here. So let's yes. just yeah let's, let's just, just we're jump gonna, right we're gonna play it. the uh, clip of Brandon Marshall having a, having a tough day at the office. I'm a, first of all, I'm saying sorry, Dre. Sorry, Dre. Sorry, Dre. This is about to go real left. Sorry, Dre. First of all, y'all don't even know what the f- y'all talking about because y'all talking about the NBA. Got everybody got guaranteed contracts and it's false. They do. Searching this, and I'm telling you, it's the truth. No, they don't. Not everybody that's on the NBA roster. Like who? There's two-way contracts. There's two-way contracts, and then there's the top dogs. There's the top dogs. No, it's not. There's four guys on the NBA team that got guaranteed contracts, and everybody else can be cut today and don't got nothing and don't have man dime. Look it up. Look it up. Rick's laughing. I'm at. I'm actually at like a loss for words. But I just okay. Well, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, let me just jump right into it. When you're defending yourself and you're yelling, you already know you've lost the argument. I've, With I've, your friends. Yeah, I've I've learned that. I learned that from a pretty young age. Is like once you start yelling, you already know you're wrong. But you think you if know, I you're get too deep. You're yeah, deep. if you get louder, you will be mm-hmm. right. And you know what? At the, at one point, someone will just go, you know what? Fuck it. Just shut up. We accept yeah, what you're saying. Whatever, man. But with this, this is way, way, way too different. So, Rick, give us a little background on, so, on what he's yelling about. Yeah, they're arguing about, which is even funnier, because they're just arguing about the Money. longevity <laughs> of NFL contracts versus NBA contracts. And Brandon Marshall basically is trying to connect to the NFL and NBA to say... Um, you know, the NBA is in as bad shape of contracts as the NFL is. And he's just trying to paint that picture of, you know, athletes aren't getting paid what people think they are. Which... Which is true in some kinda. sense. <laughs> but, like, to have the audacity... The gall! Yeah. The gall, gall audacity to essentially... I mean... I'm like I'm. I'm well, let's just. All I'm seeing is his face yelling at me. Well, like, <laughs> the the whole his whole premise is incorrect. There we that's go. the whole point. <laughs> that's the whole point. And he even posted on his um because that I am athlete podcast posted like today or something, and he commented in the comments like, "Oh, my first L, ha ha ha," like, dude. <laughs> do you know? Who you, do you know who you played for? He like hate to talk shit on and the, that, Bears, and the but... clip. He's like. 
There's only four guys in the NBA who have, or four guys on the team in the NBA who have guaranteed contracts. All the rest of them can get cut, and that's they're just left in the dust. And it's like, no, dude, that's not no, it at all. That's not it. <laughs> and honestly, like and we're talking millionaires. And here. I will say, they're not, you know, yeah, starving. I will say, I don't, I don't know the basketball intricacies of like salaries and things like that. But I can tell you this, I'm I'm pretty fucking confident on NFL, and like it, it just. I don't know, dude. This is my thing. And I, this is just a premise before like we, we start diving into Brandon Marshall fucking taking a shit on his <laughs> podcast. Like when it comes with when it comes to like money and salaries in the NBA, NFL or professional athletes, that is a very like it's a very like almost I want to say weird conversation because we know mm-hmm. what goes on, but we really don't know all of it. Mm-hmm. You know, like we'll see, you know, Fernando Tatis, what is it, like $28 million a year or whatever? Yeah, something crazy. Whatever it is. We see that, but we really don't know, like, the intricacies of his You're salary talking, like, break. The no trade clause. Yeah, we don't, like we don't fucking know Opt-outs. that. All we fucking see, and I hate to say it, but this is how Brandon is sounding. Is he sees the numbers? Yeah, he's not seeing the fucking. <laughs> oh, it's, here's what the contract yeah. says, bitch. You know, it, 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 I, the yeah. thing that he, mean, uh, I'm gonna go on more of the comical side because I think it's oh, so dude, funny I think that, it's fucking hilarious. that he uh, got so amped up about it when he doesn't really know that much about it to begin with. So I think yeah, I guess that was my premise. Like, a, let's lean into that's that. That's such way. a funny <laughs> part of athletes who are like super successful that they just. They think that no matter what avenue they go into, they're the smartest person that's, that's ever right. they know everything. addressed the topics. I'm Brandon Marshall. I mean, so Brandon we're... Marshall probably Googled, you know, NBA contract versus NFL contracts. And he just decided that he was, you know, all right, I'm the spokesman of this now. And the NBA is being treated unfairly. And then his friends in the circle, there are other athletes too, they're like, B, you're wrong, man. Just like, you're just up. wrong. <laughs> yeah. And I... he's like, ah, fuck, man. Well, you know what's funny is I... I like Brandon Marshall. Okay. That was a tough, tough lesson. It was. I like Brandon <laughs> I like Brandon Marshall, but in my mind, I never really thought he was that good of a wide receiver. Like, I'm talking more playing that player sure. now. But this podcast, and I don't know if you ever watched him like with Fox when he was playing oh, for yeah. the Jets. Well he was also on uh What's that Showtime one with Ray Lewis and Boomer Esiason? Uh, actually that NFL... may have been I don't know. It's, but it, you know I, what I'm talking about. Yes, I know what you're talking about. And that was when he was in New York. So he was yeah. close to yeah, where yeah. it was being filmed and yep. we could get it in. When he was on those shows, he tried to do the same shit. And yes. I'm like, dude, he, it, shut the <laughs> fuck up. Those The guys you're sitting with who are, I mean, not all of them are Hall of Fame NFL players or Hall of Fame athletes or coaches, what have you. But the fact is, is, those guys know what they're talking about. You know what wide receivers can do. You know that's you know that portion of the athlete and the NFL. But once you start fucking to, and as we saw, <laughs> once you start talking out of your the ass, financial, yeah. you're gonna get fucking caught. Oh, it was wild. Yeah, and he did, and he did get caught. Um, and I think it's just funny when. You try to create that persona for you yeah. in uh No man yeah. I know this and, and kinda like what you were saying is he does uh, he's creating like a character basically. So 
Yeah, like, I, you know, you, if that's what he's doing, read then, a book. You know, I bet. And I'm not and saying that Brandon Marshall's, Marshall's never read a book. What I'm saying is, is read into the information before <laughs> you try to put it on film. Well, that's the funniest part. He's like, I know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I, <laughs> I mean, read about this. You don't know, and they're like, there's five of them. Usually, if there's more than one person in a circle who agrees with the consensus, you're probably off. Yeah, and you know what? We have a fucking podcast. <laughs> I'm on the podcast. If I don't fucking know something, what do I say? I don't fucking know yeah. it. I'm not going to stand here and stand up <laughs> or to... Or I'll let you know. Yeah. Or vice versa. Exactly. Or I'm going to stand here and I'm going to go, no, I know this. Right. And I have nothing to... I mean... Right, then you, it just becomes a weird conversation. I yeah, think that's and then... A, and your street cred with your... I mean, let's put it this way. If we were to compare I Am Athlete podcast and the Sports Banter podcast... Oh, we're miles we're ahead. We're miles fucking miles ahead. Miles ahead. We have... I mean, we got a production team. Let's go. We got everything. But you know what? We'll get our fucking facts right. We'll get our facts right. And I'm not going to yell at Rick That's... about, You're wrong, man! I know it all! I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. The fact that he got that upset yeah. just shows that he was wrong. Oh, like, oh. <laughs> he knew once that shit came out of his mouth, he goes... He's like, I'm digging uh, a deep hole here, yeah. but... I'm going to keep digging. I... Don't want to concede. I'm not going to back down. What are you so, talking about? Yeah, that's just a funny clip that we thought we should throw in there. I yeah, mean, I mean... It's hilarious. <laughs> Anytime you get that kind of reaction from somebody who's blatantly wrong, and we've all been there in those conversations about sports. Yeah, and you take that's it on what's the chin. Kind of, that's why we... I yeah, mean, that's a great... That, that's, that's, a great that's, that's funny. Wow, it's like, good segue, you Rick. Have, yeah, you have those friends that are like, uh, Tom Brady's on the Dolphins. And you're like, no, dude, that's blatantly wrong. No, oh, dude. Man, I, I swear it. to God, he's on the Dolphins, and he threw for five touchdowns. I'll put my car on it. I'll put my car on it. You're like, what are you, what are you talking, talking about? about? <laughs> yeah. And then, and that then, all the time. you know what's even, you? you know what's even worse is when you're with a big group of people, and then we just start talking a bunch of shit on that guy. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh well, maybe you know, maybe at least for the uh, Panthers now. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's, it's so that's what I wanted to say. Though. And I you know what? And you you're right. That's. That's a part of the that banter is, of sports, right? And and, and that's just not a only a friend like, who's wrong but refuses to concede. Exactly. Because well, he now wants you're to gonna, be well known. Yes, exactly. For his knowledge. Yeah. There's only one person. <laughs> there is one person that I, eh, maybe a couple people. I would not, but one that's sticking out in my mind that I would never. And this is totally random, but I would never like say, "Oh, you're <laughs> wrong with a statistic or anything like that." And that is, um, Scott Scotty Prunty. From Cathedral. Scotty Prunty. Shout out. <laughs> dude, that motherfucker is the we fucking are, codex I'm of anything. I'm going to have to send him a little DM, dude. Hey, listen, because you got a little shout out. Yeah. <laughs> dude, I mean, McConnell respects well, your intellect. Let, no, I, I Leave mean, it to a Prunty. Dude. Shout it, out to the Prunty. He'll tell me the, the, the fucking, like, 1912 yeah, that's snail my kind, game. That's my kind of guy. Yeah. He that's knows my kind every, of guy. He knows everything, isn't it? You know what? You have friends like that, and then you got friends like Brandon, Brandon Marshall, Marshall that just fucking spout <laughs> off at the chin. Yeah. <laughs> We've uh, discussed the Final Four, the end of the greatest tournament known to mankind, March Madness. Uh, Baylor Bears are the new national champion. Well-deserved. We like the way they play, apparently. Loved it. <laughs> UCLA, honorable mention. As is, yeah, the totally. Cinderella of the tournament, and just awesome to watch, and a crazy, crazy buzzer beater that put Gonzaga in the championship game. Let's cover that, you know, top to bottom, just clean. You can't get cleaner yeah, with that we, kind of coverage. And then we got into the good old Brandon Marshall just yelling at his friends Brandon, because he's wrong. Brandon, <laughs> Brandon Marshall is the friend that's wrong that doesn't want to be wrong, and that's what we also covered. And today. we covered that in episode so, fourteen. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed that. 
What I need from you. What I freaking need from you. Let's get the subscription rate up. You know what I mean? Let's get the subscribe button pushed on Apple Spotify. Let's get reviews on there. Give, throw me those five stars because That's right. you're not going to find a better podcast, and just, quite frankly. And we also just got into Twitter world. Right. So make sure you give us, we'll, you know, we'll be pushing that out on our on our pages. Make sure you're following our Twitter. You know, you'll see a lot at, of banter. It's the same tag as our Instagram. So at S-P-R-T-S banter. That's sports banter. That's right. You got me. We're on Twitter too. Come on. Come on. <laughs> The advertising deal. If you want to get that's right. You want if you want us to advertise for you, let us know, and we'll, uh, we'll talk face. business. It better be the right price. That's right. <laughs> um, but that that about covers it. Episode fourteen for sports banter. Out. That was a weird ending. Sports <laughs> banter. Out.